time. We thank you for those that's here, those that's watching online. And Father, we just thank you for what you're doing in the back in the nursery. Thank you for those that's given their time in the nursery and those that's in the IK sanctuary. Father, we thank you this morning. Now, God, that we pray that the, that the hearers will hear, the hearts will be open and receptive of your word. And Father, you'll speak through our vocal cords. You'll think through our mind. It's none of us, but it's all of you this morning. So God, without your anointing, we can say or do nothing this morning. But we release your anointing that you would just move this morning, Father God, and you would just, you would touch hearts and lives this morning. You'll comfort people. You'll strengthen people this morning. And Father God, I pray and believe that people will leave and they'll never be the same again as they apply your word in Jesus' name. And all God's people say it. Amen. You got your word? Let's hold this word up and confess it this morning. Amen. Father God, I hold your word. I read your word. I walk by it, act by it, talk by it. The world around me sees the word in me. Cause the word in me, the world around me, we become changed. The word tells me how to be saved, healed, filled, and blessed. I am what the word says I am. And it says I'm highly favored. So I'm highly favored. And this is my best year yet in Jesus name. Come on, give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Amen. Amen. Good to have everybody in church. Amen. Good to see you here today. Glad you made it today. And it just ain't a mistake you here. God had this day for you. Amen. Amen. But today we want to talk about we want to honor and talk about widows, widows. And, and when I say widows, I'm talking about male and female. Okay. Okay. Get that today. Okay. And then next Sunday, next Sunday, we're going to minister to God's going to minister. That is to the, to, to, to couples, married couples and couples. It's together and everything. And then the next Sunday, we're going to minister to the, uh, uh, the, uh, divorcees. And, and I've got a, I've got a busload of others coming that wants to marry. So if you, if you divorce, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Sign me up. But you know, not just pointing out the one that said that, but do you know sometimes, just saying, I'm, 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 I'm not no prophet in this area, but you know sometimes what we're searching for sometimes is just right up under under our nose. So what you what what you searching for may be here, Amen. But now if they start running another way, it ain't that ain't the right one, okay? <laughs> but but we're talking we're going to minister to to divorcees. And God's sharing with us, you know that, that that's that's been a that's a trauma life sometimes. And so we we're going to share some things that can comfort you and and and, and give you hope and focus on the future. And then and then the last Sunday we're going to talk about those that's single, Amen. That God has planned for them as well. Amen. So be a part and I, it will all apply uh, to you and your life that God can minister. Because I want to tell you, and it don't matter, it, it, the couples retreat, uh, the, for, for the, for the married couples. I, I don't matter if you, if you 21 years old as a couple or you 80 something years old as a couple and all in between. Be a part of this retreat because you can, you can, there'll be a time that, that you can share and you can pour into some of these young, younger couples and minister to them. They need your wisdom and your, uh, your, your wisdom and knowledge that you have learned throughout life. So, uh, you know, we, we all are valuable to other people. I mean, you need to realize that. Amen. 
No matter what your situation, no matter where you at, we all have a testimony. Amen. Because we've all been through some tests and some trials. So we all have a testimony that can happen, that can help and minister to other people. But I want us this morning to talk to the widows this morning. And I want you to go with me to James this morning, right quick, James 127. And look at some scripture this morning. Very powerful. Today I want to talk about love the widows. Love the widows. Love them. He says, pure religion and undefiled before God and the Father is this. Poor religion. Pure religion, the true thing, and undefiled before God and the Father is what, is, what, is what we're to do. You know, this is really what he's saying here is a commandment. Like a commandment. To visit the fatherless, the widows and their affliction. Amen? So he's saying right here, we're to serve the widows. We're to serve them. We're to minister to them. We're to help them. And then he goes on. And, and isn't this amazing how he throws this in there? And to keep himself unspotted from the world. I mean, boy, is that, is that, is that east to west? Think about that. Take care. Pure religion and undefiled before God and the Father is this. This is what real, this is what pure religion is. See, there's a lot of religion today, man. But he said, this is what pure religion is. And undefiled before God and the fathers is. To visit the fatherless. Visit the fatherless. And the widows in their what? Affliction. Visit them. And to keep him, I mean, that's over here. And to keep himself unspotted from the world. You know, I think, what is he saying here? I believe what James is really saying here is when we focus on somebody else, then we won't be, we won't be letting the world pull us where we shouldn't be going. Cause we're on the love team, we'll be loving other people. So he's telling us here, there's something for us to do. There's a job for us to do. There's a ministry for us to do. So I want to ask you this morning as an individual, what are you doing to serve the widows? What are you doing? I know there's a, we have the widow's ministry here and, uh, they're, they're having, they'll be joining with another group and having a, a party actually on Valentine's Day and ministering and go have a great time and have a lot of fun. But what are you doing as an individual? What about that next door neighbor or that person down the road? You know, that's a, that's a widow. And if we're not careful, we'll just say, you know, well, they live their life. They old, they ornery and they hard headed and. I just described some of y'all. Amen. No, I'm just kidding. But if we're not careful, that's what we'll say in the flesh. But what is the Spirit of God saying? He's saying, hey, what? Visit them. Minister to them. And when we minister and visit to them and, and focus on somebody else, it'll, I think it'll be easier to keep ourselves unspotted from the world because we focus on somebody else. But I want you to get it this morning. We're here to minister to the widows. We're minister to the widows. And let's talk a little bit about the widows this morning. Go with them this morning. Let's, let's get something this morning. God showed me some things that, so I think sometimes we overlook about widows today. Single, uh, men and women that's lost their mate, their mates passed away. Go into Jeremiah 49 and 11. Jeremiah 49 and 11. Look at this scripture here. 
Leave thy fatherless children and I will preserve them alive and let thy widows trust in me. Let the widows trust in me. Widows, how many of you know you got to trust in God? Look at this in the, in the NLT, New Living Translation. See what he says here. But I will protect the orphans who remain among you. Your widows too can depend on me for help. Wow. God is saying, hey, your widows, you, you that's lost your loved one, you that lost your mate, you can depend on God today. Amen. I want to tell you, you can depend on God today. When that mate's not there, and, and yeah, you, you know, the greatest thing that death don't take away is those memories. Amen. And I'm not here to get you sad and down and out, but I'm here to lift you up this morning. But the greater thing about those, that, that, that one that's passed away, you know, if you serving Jesus today, you don't want them to come back here, but you can shout this morning, you're going where they at. And there, there'll be no more goodbyes. But death does not take those memories away of those good times and those memories. But he says that the widows trust in the Lord. They trust in God. And I began to think about this message this week and yesterday and and, 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 uh, Friday. That widows trust in the Lord. And I remember some that's gone on since I've been here. To trust in the Lord. I remember Miss Pauline Smith. She trusted in the Lord. She was a, she was a she was you could say a trustee. She trusted in the Lord. She loved and she trusted God. She loved and trusted God, and she loved to be in this church. She didn't say a whole lot. She didn't shout a whole lot, but she loved her church and she loved God, and she trusted God all of those times. In those cold days when she didn't come and. I'd go by and visit her and sit by the heater. And it was amazing. She didn't want to know everybody's business, but she wanted to know who was in church that Sunday. She wanted to know who was there. She wanted to know about everybody. I heard about so-and-so sick and all of this. She trusted God. All of those years that she came to church. I remember another one. Miss Annie Ruth Casey. She lived in a little trailer right down the road here. She'd come to church here. She didn't have the best eyesight, but she loved the Lord. She trusted the Lord. She trusted the Lord. And all of these give me hope. They give me peace. She trusted the Lord. Another one was, was it coming to church here? When I first started in church, I'm talking about way back in the 80s, late 70s. When I wouldn't have been up here for nothing in the world. I was in the old building sitting in the very back corner. Saying, well, they ever hush where we can go home. Hopefully that's not none of you this morning. Amen. <laughs> but then as I got saved and got into the ministry in the early 80s, I got into to just helping people and going and found out Miss Maggie Shiver lived in a, in a trailer Probably from that wall to here and about from that pew to right here. One little room here, room, kitchen, and a, and a little bathroom and a bedroom. Behind her son's house in town. And didn't know, some of you probably heard this story, but didn't know, me and, me and 
when me and uh, Pastor Betty started 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 dating, and and we was visiting people, and and I told her I said I got this little lady I want you to go meet. She's just a blessing to me. Because I knew she was connected to the church, and they told me and we I'd visit her, and then me and Pastor Betty went to visit her, and we, and we went in that day. We was going in the door there, and she says, "You don't know nothing about this lady, to what I know." I said, "I know about this lady. What you talking about?" But Pastor Betty, in in her teenage years, she she went to the Baptist church. So I'm no 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 I'm not on religion or denomination, but she went to the Baptist church. Some, but they was out visiting one day. And, and some of the other teenagers didn't want to go see that. And she said, but we're supposed to be knocking on all these doors. And she went and met that lady that day and had no idea that when we come together, we had interest in the same little lady. And that lady spoke prophecy on us many times. And I'm here to report today that that prophecy, a lot of that's come true. I thought at that time she just old and had Alzheimer's or something. <laughs> No, she didn't have Alzheimer's. She had the Spirit of the Lord in there. Now think about that today. But you know that lady, she didn't have nothing, didn't have much. Oh, but she trusted in the Lord. Living in that little old trailer, she was satisfied with that. But she trusted in the Lord. Widow, living in all those years by herself, trusted in the Lord. There's another one that sticks out in my mind and about trusting in the Lord was Miss Mary Robinson. And you know, it's amazing today, her granddaughter and them coming to church. But she sat about right over there where Brother Ken sat, somewhere right over there. The little frail lady. I don't know, probably if you wet her clothes and wet her down with the water hose, she'd probably weigh maybe 90 pounds in. But she could cook some ever more sourdough bread. <laughs> but she'd come to this church and you know, she didn't have no way. Thank God for those that drove the van. And then it was every Sunday morning, every Sunday night, and every Wednesday night she was coming to this church. She wasn't one of them. No reflection on you. We all make choices and decisions, and, and, and sometimes there are wise decisions that you don't come due to certain things. If it was raining, she was here. No matter what the weather was, she was here. If she wasn't here, I knew she was sick. Not only sick, but sick enough she was not coming to church. But she trusted God. Quilted. Uh, at, at those, in those years back, those in, in the early 90s, we, we, we done some other things of selling stuff. And, man, she made uh, bonnets and things to sell for this church and raise money and raise money. She, but she trusted God. And you that don't know where she lived, she lived going toward Brundage in a big old house. I'm talking about the ceiling's 12, 14 feet high. Big old house, way back in the woods. And that van would drop her off. And I mean, her steps, I don't know, probably 8 or 10 or 12. I don't know how many steps. And, and, and she wouldn't get up like this. That wasn't, that wasn't, that wasn't, that wasn't Miss Mayer. She... I mean, she had a skill. And I, and, and I remember a couple of times I took her home, and I'd always ask the evangelist, I said, I said, yo, let her get in the house and let her go through the house. And No, no. She, went, she said, 
She won't nobody going. She said, there ain't nothing in that. She said, if it is, I got Jesus with me. Big old house. I mean, and you talking about coal. I'd go visit her. I'd go visit her in the winter. And, and we, we, that's them houses, you know. That's them houses. You just live in one room in the winter. You live in one room in the winter. But you know, she trusted God. All those years a widow, she was faithful to the church. She was faithful. She was faithful. Doing and going and giving. Going and giving. Widows that trust in God. Widows, I want to trust, I want to encourage you today. Trust in God. Trust in God. Trust in God. Trust in God. Look at Acts chapter 6 and verse 1. Look at Acts 6 and 1. Those days when the number of disciples was multiplied, uh, there arose murmuring the Grecians there against the Hebrews because the widows were neglected in the daily ministration. They was not getting, they were getting, all of them would not be able to get in the food line. They was giving out food and everything. So there arose murmuring. So see, unfortunately, we still have that today. It was back in the church's end. People complaining because they was being neglected. But the writer goes on and says, hey, we got to get some more people. We got to appoint some more people to work and serve. Instead of complaining, let's do something about it. Can I get a amen? amen? So we have been, church, we have been commissioned for duty to take care of the widows. See that they got food. See that they're taken care of. That's our duty. That's our job. That's our, that's our minister to take care of them. Take care of them. Minister to them. Well, I'm not a part of that ministry. Yeah, you are a Christian. You're a Christian. You see a, you see a widow, an early lady out there as a widow. We need to help them out. Amen. We want to help them out. As a church, we want to help them. But as individuals, we need to help them out. Amen. We need to help them out. We need to minister to the widows. Minister to them. We've been commissioned to minister to them. We've been commissioned. You need to minister to them. Whatever you can do. Not as a church. <clears throat> you know, we're not careful. Not careful. Just saying this. I know this is not, not you, but some other churches. If we're not careful. People in the church will say, well, the church will take care of them. You know where the guy, you know where I think that some of the church people got that from? I think they got that from the government. Well, the government will take care of them. According to this word, it all, it all originally fell on people that served God. Church failed. The government took over and they've made a divine mess out of it. That's all I say on that, but that's why you need to pray for your leaders. Amen. Pray for your country. Pray for your country. Even if it looks bad, God's God's still got his people. Amen. But we've we've been commissioned to take care of these widows. We've been commissioned to see that they got food, see that they taken care of. That's our duty. It's our duty. Let's look at some more uh, uh, about some widows. Go with me to Matthew 12. 42, 43, and 44. We want to look at these scriptures here for a minute in some different translations. Pretty powerful here. Look at these scriptures here. In Matthew 12, 42. Look at these scriptures here. Because we love widows today. Amen? We love widows today. We love widows. We love widows. In Matthew 12, 42. 
1242. Here we go. The queen of the south shall rise up in the judgment with this generation and shall condemn it. For if she's from the uttermost parts of the earth to hear the wisdom of Solomon, behold, a greater than Solomon is here. Verse 43. When the unclean spirit is gone out of a man, he walketh through dry places seeking rest and findeth what? And that's true. And all that's the wrong verse. <laughs> he lost the scripture there somewhere. But it's talking about, there we go, widow's guilt. And there came a certain widow and she threw in two mites, which, which make a farthing. Go on, four, there we go, 43. And he called unto him his disciples and said unto them, Verily I say unto you, this is, this poor widow have cast in more than they which have cast into the treasury. Wow. For all they did cast of their abundance, but she of her want did cast in all that she had, even all her what? Living. Now look at this in uh, NLT. I want you to get this here. Then a poor widow came in and dropped in two small coins. Jesus called his disciples to them and said, I tell you the truth. I want to tell you the truth this morning. Amen. This poor widow has given more than all the others who are making contributions. Why? For they gave a tiny part of their surplus. But she, poor as she is, has given everything she had to. Wow. You think that's pretty powerful? Read it in the message translation. Widows are powerful. One poor widow, not just a widow, but she was what? Poor. We say down here, poor. Came up with, came up and put two small coins, a measly two cents. Jesus called his disciples over and said, the truth is that this poor widow gave to the collection than all the others put together. She gave more than all the others put together. And she only gave him what? Two cents. Let's find the answer to this. Verse 44. All the others gave what they? Oh. They'll never miss. Gave what they'll, ne- they'll never miss. Are we giving what we won't miss? She gave what? Extravagant. Man, just all out. She gave extravagant what she couldn't afford. They gave of their what? What they wouldn't miss. 
She gave what she couldn't afford. She gave her all. She gave her all. She gave her all. I know some that gave all to this church. Made a mark on my life I'd never be erased. Widows. They was widows. Miss Eleanor Roberts doing. Some of you remember her. Some of you don't have a clue what I'm talking about. Sit about right over here. Anything was going on in this church, press it. She was going to give. She was going to do. She was going to give. And if the Spirit of God ever fall, all she could do was just cry. She just cry. She just say, "I'm all she'd ever get out every now and then. I'm so happy." But she just cry because she gave, she gave, and gave, and gave amongst all the storms that she had in her life. She gave, didn't miss Sunday morning, Sunday school, morning worship, Wednesday night service, or Wednesday night or Sunday night service. She was here. She gave. She gave and gave and gave and gave. She was a giver. Just giving and giving and giving and giving. And then Sister Ruth, or Sister Liv overside of Sister Ruth, she was giver. She was here. She was just faithful. Giving, giving, giving. Always giving. Always giving. Now, you know Sister Ruth got happy. She'd just go to holler. She'd get happy. Woo! She'd probably scare some of y'all today. Some of y'all said, get out of here. But she was happy. See, that's what's wrong with some of y'all. You need to let some of that out you're holding inside. God wants to help you with your problems. But Sister, Sister Ruth, just she let it go. She let it go. Bless her heart. And she she was a grunt sometime. I won't be talking about folks, but she was a grunt nosy sometime. <laughs> go see her if she was out. I go see her, whatever. And she said, Preacher, what about so and so over there? Well, what's going on in their life? But a lot of that was really to pray, but you know, she 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 won't know a little bit sometime. But she's a precious saint. Precious saint. But see, she these folks didn't sit at home. These folks didn't sit at home and mull over that they lost their, their mate. They knew where their mate went, I believe. Sister Ruth knew where Brother Roy Armstrong went. I never forget. We was here, we was, this was before we ever, we, this is years and years ago. We was young. Me and Pastor Betty just got married then. And, uh, he wanted to go see, go get in the prayer line of Brother R.W. Shambaugh. And we went to Panama City to see him. I'll never forget that. That joke, I thought Brother Roy was going to tear up the, the, the floorboard of the car. He stomped the floorboard all the way home because he got prayer line and he got touched. And he had a good, 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 good life for a while after. But he went on to be with the Lord. But, but Sister, Sister Ruth was just, she was a giver. She was a giver. She was a giver. Sister Bienville Fault was a precious lady of this church. She was a widow. Many years Many years, she taught Sunday school. I think she Sunday school superintendent or whatever. But she was uh, some of the other ones here could tell me it's not here today. But but she was a faithful lady, faithful lady. And if you ever had testimony, you ever give anybody a second, she'd stand up and she'd say, "Brother Randy, I just want to thank, say the Lord has been good to me." She'd get about ten or twelve words out, and then she'd just go to crying. And she'd come back around in a minute. But I want to tell you, she was a, she was a giver. She was a giver.
I know she believed in the mail, but if for some reason she didn't come to church and nobody, they didn't go pick her up because she lived on the dirt road and, and sometimes she couldn't get here, she wouldn't drive and, and it got where she couldn't drive and sometimes, bless God, it was best that she didn't drive. Amen. But, but she was going to get a hold of me and that week I had to go get her ties and offer. She didn't want to mail it. It had to be picked up. She wanted to get it here. And she, I'd go in and we'd pray and she'd say, here's my ties to the church. Got to get it to the church. She was a giver. She was a giver. Oh, yeah, she, she, she loved Mr. Huey Falk, her husband. But, you know, she knew where he was at and she was focusing on, I'm going to serve God till I get to where he's at. Widows, that's what you got to do. You got to be, you just got to, you got to focus. And there was another precious lady that was a giver. Some of you probably remember her because she just, she, just, she just left us just a few years ago. Sister Mary Alice Rutland, prayer warrior. Prayer warrior. And I'm going to tell you, if some of you don't know why you're here today, you're here today because that lady prayed for people to come to this church. Sit right over about where old brother Ron, sitting right over there. Didn't say a whole lot. But if you come to this altar and she come and pray for you, you get ready to feel something. She had the 220 power in her, I'm telling you. I'm telling you, she could pray for you and you go to her house, she'd be praying. I never, I don't think, I never, never one time I went there, Miss Leanne, that her Bible wasn't open on her table where she'd been studying the Sunday school lesson, teach Sunday school. She was a giver. Man, these, these, these are great people we talking about today that was givers great givers they give and they give and they give and they give they give and they give great givers and I could go on to some others but we gotta let's move on Luke 2 36 boys are ready for me y'all guys good you know but we're training guys we're training some people back there and we need we need some more media people hey man we need some more uh, people to help in other areas. You want to serve. God's got something for you to do. Hey, man. We got some of these widows that's out serving some of you. Step up. Hey, man. Need you to serve. Hey, man. There was one Anna, prophetess, the daughter of Philemon, the tribe of Asher. She was of a great age. Won't you listen to this story? And had lived with her husband seven years from her virginity. Married for seven years. And she was a widow of about fourscore and four years, which departed, which departed not from the temple, but served God with fasting and praying night and day. In 38, she coming in that instant gave thanks likewise unto the Lord and spake of him to all that had looked for redemption in Jerusalem. I'm going to read this in the message to, that, that you can get the, get the understanding of it because it expands it out. Anna the, the prophetess was also there, the daughter from the tribe, and she was by now a very old woman. She had been married only seven years when he died. And a widow for, look at that, eight, she's, hot, she's, she's a widow for what? And a widow for 84. So we want to add seven years to that? Let's just play with 84 for some of y'all, okay? She never left the temple area. 
Now you got to remember, in the temple, there's an outer court. You know, they go out and all, but she stayed within the, the, the court of the temple area. She lived there, worshiping the Lord night and day with fastings and prayer. There was days that she prayed, days that she fasted with fasting and prayer. This is a widow. She's been a widow for what? Four years. And at the very time Simon was praying, she showed up. Simon, she showed, when he showed up, she broke into a what? Anthem of praise. That's like the flags. We need some widows, early widows, come in here, just walking in here, just pray. When they up here praising the Lord, just come in here and go make, make two or three light. Now I know, see, this is out of the box for some of them. But some of these widows just coming in with the flag, just making a circle. God, I thank you that I live this week. Thank you, Lord, that I live this week. Thank you for your blessings on me this week. What would some of you do? Some people would come and say, what in the world's wrong with that old woman? <laughs> no, she ain't got Alzheimer's. It ain't her medication. It's Jesus in her because she's had a good week. Amen. Amen. Anthony would praise to God and talked about the child to all who were waiting, expecting for the freeing of Jerusalem. She'd been praying for all those years for the Messiah, for Jesus to be born. And you can go on in the store and she begins, she's talking, she's talking, she's talking to Mary and Joseph that he is born now and she's excited because he's come into the temple and this is, this is the one that's going to save not only Jerusalem, Israel, but it's going to save the entire world if they'll just look to him and ask him for salvation. Man, she broke out with an anthem of praise. So widows, don't wait on the younger generation. I'll get you some flags. Come in here on dear praise him and wave some flags. All right? All right, widows. According to this scripture, you're the one that's supposed to lead the way to the younger ones to do it. Amen. But she was worshipers. We had some worshipers. She's gone on to be with the Lord now, Sister Mildred Smith. Tell you, she'd come up here. I literally would see in the old building. I literally would see. She had that hat. She had them bun, had that bun up. And all in that bun was those bobby pins. But they couldn't hold a shout. She'd get up here and she'd begin to shout and the hair would have to let loose. Why? Because she didn't care who was here. She know God done been too good to her as a widow, done brought her too too through too many things that she could praise the Lord. Widows, I want to encourage you today to step up, step up, get out of the box, step up, step up. But she was, she was one of them worshipers. And there was another one that his wife, I had the honor of, of doing her home going and then ended up doing his home going. But he said about right in there where Mason or, or, or right over that way, right in there where Sister Donna sitting, where Brother Cecil Campbell, Sister Matt went on to be with the Lord. A lot of Sunday mornings, man, God was falling. And he's always sat on the outer there. And he had, he was standing up. He he raised his old hand. His, 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 he just had arthritis in his hand. He raised his hand like he'd get his hand up. And he'd say, Preacher, I just want to say something. And he'd say it like this. Never forget it. Folkses, folkses, the Lord has been good to this man. 
The Lord has been good, and he'd go on and on and on. When he'd get through, we'd break out in another shout. He'd go to crying. He'd say, but folks, I know where Maddie Ruth's at. Now, I'm going to go in there one day. But folks, the Lord has been good to this man. Oh, he could praise the Lord. And if he'd ever get up him, and he'd come up here, or over there, he'd want them, he'd want them, he'd, he'd do the Jericho march with you. And you think, there ain't no off rider sitting at me. He ain't got no off But he'd grab that front pew to pull up. But if he ever got up, he'd do like this. <laughs> he'd say, the Lord been good to me, Brother Randy. Go to his house. We'd have camp meeting. He was a worshiper. Widows, these younger ones need to see. You need to lead the way. You got a powerful job to do with us. Powerful job. Powerful job. And it's your lunchtime, and I close with this verse. First Timothy 5 3. You know, we can all of you can think of think of some other mighty powerful early. Amen. Don't mean to tug on your heart, but I see some others here. I see old Brother Donald, you know, his, his, his mom never, as I know, probably come to the church, but visited her many times and then in the nursing facility. But she had a sweet spirit about the Lord. And Miss Jane, your mom, Miss Abby, wow. What a, what a, what a widow saint. I'm telling you, these, these, these widows left us something. And you that are here today that's widows, God's left you some important things. Focus on, yeah, where, where your loved one is, but focus on what God's got for you to do while you're still breathing. Focus on that. And in 1 Timothy 5, 3, honor the widows that are what? Widows indeed. And widows, we want to honor you today. You guys give us some, give us some, give us some music. We're going to pray and give us some music here. We're going to pray and we're going to honor you in, 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 in just a moment. But let's pray. Father, I thank you for this day and those that's come and those that's watched. Father, may we never close a service without giving people our opportunity to ask you to be the Lord of their life. And right now, before we go, the most important thing today, Sir, ma'am, you here, even watching, do you know Jesus as your personal Savior? Have you asked Him to come in to forgive you of your sins and be the Lord of your life? If you haven't, I just want you just to stand up like a, a man or a woman, and ever who you may be, and just walk down here and say, Jesus, I, I want to leave this place today knowing I'm ready to go to heaven. If that's you, just walk on down. You're not joining the church. You're doing something greater than that. You're joining the worldwide family of God. You're asking Jesus to be the Lord of your life. If you'd like to do that, come right now. Father, we just thank you for this day, these people. God, as we take a moment before we leave to honor all of our widows, men and women, that, that their mate has passed on. And Father, I ask you to go with us all throughout this week. Take us home safe today and throughout this week as we serve you and Bodies are well and lives are well and we be productive to serve you this week. And God, greater things are going to come in, in, in our city and these people's lives this week. I speak that today, God. You speak blessings and glory and honor on them. And we give you glory.
thank you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Our ushers are going to come and uh, help us here. Amen. We got some young men that's going to come and help us here. Young men, if you are a widow, your mate has gone on to be with the Lord and you're a widow, male or female, and you ain't able to stand, raise your hand, or if you can stand. If you can't stand, raise your hand. I got you, Darrell. I got you. If you are a widow, if you're a widow, one, one of you, couple of you girls come in. Now, guys, you guys are going to go to these widows, and you're going to give them rose. Now, now remember, some of you are pretty big. These are elderly. Don't squeeze them too hard, okay? Love on them, but don't, don't squeeze them. You know, they are breakable, you know, so. We got three men. Girls, get a rose, and you see we have... My uncle right here and these, these two guys that's, that's standing. Now, every, it ain't every day a man gets a rose. But this is the thought, man. I want you to think about this rose. I want you to take that rose. Keep it in that water. And just think of your love. That rose represents the love that you have for your wife. I want you to think about that. I want you to think about that. All right, guys, remember, and some of these ladies are breakable. Okay? Be careful. Girls, just, just hug these, these men and, and, uh, ladies, I, 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 you girls, I know you're young, but love on these like they're your granddaddy. You don't even know them. But these three, these two men and, and my uncle right here, give, give them, Give them that rose and just give them a hug, okay? Okay? All right? Go to them, guys. Don't hurt them, okay? Don't want to miss, don't want to miss no widow. Don't want to miss no widows. Got everybody? Yeah, we got one standing back here. Go, go, go. Chris. Another one back in. Miss Linda Leonard. Okay, everybody. Let's pray for these. Father, we ask you to bless our widows and we just honor them just a few moments this morning. Thank you, Lord, for them, that you comfort them and be with them as they push on in ministry and serve you, knowing that their loved ones in heaven and their reward for serving you still on this earth, great things are in store for them in heaven and great things while they're still serving you here. Your blessings on them. Father, we just ask you to bless them in Jesus' name. Would you give a round of applause to our widows today?